everybody. My name is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Welcome back to another episode of Zen Parenting Radio. We are all over the board, as usual. What does that mean? It means that we've got like 85 different subjects that we want to cover I in the next we have three. 29 minutes. Okay, well, say what the big one is. Um, how to deal, how to react when somebody says something that you are in complete disagreement with. Okay, so this could be um, something small like a friend. This could be political. This could be. This could be, say, a morning talk show host <laughs> that came on the air last week and said some what most people consider pretty offensive things to a certain woman from Georgetown University. Right, which in this story has kind of run its course yes. because there's been some apologies and such. But I think what came up, um, it's still a relevant topic because a lot gets brought up when something like this happens. Um, not just how we feel about what he said or didn't say, but about how we as a country respond to things like this. What right. is what is our response um, when, you know, I'm just repeating what you said, when people say things we don't agree with, how do we respond? So you and I had a lot of dialogue over the last few days yes. about this. And um, it's safe to say, we could just come out and say that we disagree with the, what this morning talk show guy said. Well, that's of course. safe to say. And I, I, that's the thing is I hope that, um, you know, I... Let's even, not, he, even he disagrees. Right. That's what I was going to say is I'm not, I don't want to get into the political, political aspects of what he believes in politically and what, you know, other people believe in politically. I'm focusing on the language that was used. Right. You know, it's kind of like what happened with the Don Imus case a few years ago right. um, where he said something. It was just over the line. Mm -hmm. And he and people were like, oh, we love him. He's great. And he still was great. Mm -hmm. But he stepped over the line. And there's consequences when you're just going to, you know, just um, say things about people just... For humor and it's not truth and it's also you have this huge platform where people can say well I don't want to be anyone's role model well you do have a responsibility if you're going to be a figure like that in the media where you are supposedly giving news and again I don't know well he he offers commentary, commentary he, doesn't, he doesn't give on news. the news he gives his opinion but we're in the kitchen and you're getting really riled up <laughs> and I don't think you said this, but I felt like if you could say this if you wanted to, like, why does this upset you more? Talking to me. Well, and yeah. okay, I sorry. said, so this guy, I'm, I'm just going to say what I said. So he's an idiot. Big deal. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, it, it, it is, it's a bigger deal. And, and if you want to be healthy, you need to let some of this emo, this emotion that gets stirred up is a good emotion. And that sometimes you have to fight. And I'm more like... If I did not say fight. Okay, well... Oh, but that's important because that's a... Don't you think that's important with what we're talking about? Well, uh, how... Okay, give me your interpretation of... Sometimes you have to speak your mind. Uh, right. And say... Because fight sounds like I'm coming after someone. And right. that is exactly right. what I don't want to do. Agreed. I'll give okay. that to you. So, um, and I'm like, why, the, the more we speak up, the more attention it brings to him and his viewpoints. And I'm like, it's just not worth it. Let's ignore it and you're like no there's times when ignoring things is not good and this is one of those occasions and uh so i mean that's kind of the the two cents that i want to throw at you yeah well and what's interesting is is that that discussion sounds like i was asking you to do something like write a letter or quit doing this or say this there was really nothing to do per se mm -hmm. this is this is such a big issue that it's not like we're sponsoring and we're going to pull out or something it's not like that but 
It's when people are too low key about it. About something that is so because remember, okay, you know, he called a woman a slut. You have three daughters mm. and you have a wife mm. and you have a mother and you have a sister right. and you have a niece and you have nieces, excuse me, and you, you know, we could go on and on. These are women in your life. Right. And he is calling a woman who speaks up for her her life and her welfare and her reproductive rights. Um, which she has every right to do and has freedom of speech and was really one of the only people who did and mm-hmm. who was brought before Congress. And because she does that, he calls her a slut. Right. So it's not about getting mad and, and getting like, you know, stomping your feet around and calling him a jerk. Mm-hmm. That's actually the opposite of what we're trying to say. But do have a response of this isn't okay. Right. I think sometimes I get frustrated when, um, and again, there's no, I'm not, blaming men as a whole for this at all but i wish sometimes men would get more upset with other men for disrespecting women right because i know that there are a lot of great men in the world i think the majority vast majority of men are great men they're great dads they're great spouses they're great friends they're these great men and then there's this this small portion of men who dump all over women and Mm -hmm. who call them awful things and other men don't stand up and say that's not okay. Some do, right. you know. Again, this is too hard to talk about, but it's like, why are some things just okay, mm-hmm. and why? And and there's this like underlying of uh, you know to say, you know, people should you know, or if you're in a group of men and men are calling women this or that or this or that, they may be speaking of someone specifically, but calling women these derogatory things. It transfers. It's an energy. Well, and there's a disconnect in that. And I'm not saying my viewpoint is right, but the, there's a disconnect in that um, it doesn't affect my daughters. And you're saying it does. Oh, it does. Yes. Right. And I'm saying because this person who I 99.9% disagree with anyways says these ignorant statements, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't want to even... Give your energy there. Yeah, I don't want to give it there. And I hear that, but do you understand if we do that all the time? Mm -hmm. If every time people, and nobody speaks up. And when I say speaks up, I don't, you know, again, I have to be honest, I don't even really know what I mean. It's just when there's a numbness to it. Mm -hmm. When people are like, oh yeah, I called her slut, yeah, move on. Mm -hmm. Whoa, Mm -hmm. wait a second. The numbness worries me because we've become so jaded. You know, we become so used to... um, you know, like, I'll give you an example, you know, and you and I have talked about this before, but these, you know, video games where women are, um, you know, you, you kill women, you rape women, you urinate on women, you, th- you murder women, you throw them out of the car and you drive off and you get points. Right. What's that all about? Right. And you, do, and we don't think, I'm not going to say just you, we don't think that affects our daughters. Right. Are you kidding me? Right. There are boys and girls playing these games who right. are getting numbed out to these things. Well, so it's a bigger energy than just this one act. And I think my challenge is to be able to respond from a place of consciousness. Absolutely. Instead of a place of unconsciousness. And maybe I'm scared that if I would to really let it out, that it would be a, from a place of unconsciousness. And then I would stand on the mountaintop and start calling this guy all these different names and then right. all of a sudden my negative energy is his completely energy. feeding his negative energy like janet Dahl, who's the wife of a former radio guy not former town. he's back oh is he back yeah i think he's on a different steve Dahl's though. a radio guy and his wife wrote this blog that was um very strong and probably not so nice right. back at rush or um you know in response to some of his comments and then there was even responses below the blog that were all about 
you know, this side just attacking that side. And it's two people attacking each other. Right. And I feel like we're not getting anywhere. And, and, and I agree with problem. that. And, and so let's just focus on coming, let, let's get off the that specific issue and talk about coming from a place of consciousness because you're right. Like you read all over Facebook and it's like, I can't believe that Rush said these things about these women. What a effing pig. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, <laughs> you're just, you know, right. it's just getting back. And that's what I don't want to subscribe to. Right. But, but again, I, I never said that. And, I, and I'm right. not accusing you. I guess right. I'm in fear that that's how it would go if, if I were. If you started. Yeah. Right. And I think the thing is, is, you know, in this situation, like I said, it's kind of a big metaphor for a lot of other things. That we are not a sponsor, so we can't pull out. Mm-hmm. And we don't listen to that show, so we can't stop listening. Right. So how could we be heard? The only, I think in that discussion, I just, you know, sometimes having an emotional discussion about it rather than, oh, it doesn't affect me, I'm moving on. Right. That's always like, wait a second, wait a second. Right. We can have a discussion, so right. maybe it's just between you and I. But in the real world, when, you know, in the, <laughs> in the real world, in smaller situations, not just men, I don't want to make this all about men, but women too have to say, this isn't okay. And stand speak up, up for your Stand beliefs, up for ourselves. In a conscious way. We don't, you know, I really do believe, um, as I know you do, that anger, brought at anger, just creates more anger. Right. Like you said, if someone is going to come at you with anger and you come back at them with anger, you're just creating a bigger, mm-hmm. big ball of energetic anger, right? Right, exactly. So it's like coming at a place where you say, this isn't okay with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but saying it, you know, so let's give an example. Well, of I have a perfect example. Okay, please. One of our kids um, melted down this yes. this weekend because she didn't want to clean her room. And she was just so upset she didn't want to clean her room. And um, she was crying off and on for a long time. Really long time. Well, yeah. Really long time, mm-hmm. like more than an hour. Right. And you went in there a few times. And what was your energy when you walked into that room? Very calm. I, You know, it was interesting because... It's all about intention and how you feel. Right. Because I felt very justified and grounded in saying, today, you guys are going to clean your rooms. Right. And that's what we're going to do today. And I know they can do it. Right. You know, I'm not telling my three-year-old, go clean your room. And they right. go, I don't even know what that means. This is a child who knows how to do this. Who has done it before. Who has done it before. So I felt very grounded in asking. I didn't feel inappropriate at all so that helps a lot because my intention was very clear so even though there was somewhat of a meltdown going on about it i would just go in and say how you doing um you know i i see you've done this or i'll take this piece out and when you're done let me know and then there'd be a big cry about it and so i wasn't going in to say have you done anything yet right or you're not going to get out of this room until you finish because what that would have just made it a million million times times and we as parents i think do that a lot so what did you do well, I kind of let her cry up there for, geez, it seemed like all afternoon. And then I talked to you. I said, what's the deal? And you said exactly what I thought you'd say, which was she's just having a hard time. And I don't know what it's about. Maybe Fred the fish died. Yeah, our fish died. So we were both thinking that maybe this was a good opportunity for her yeah, to let that out. That was that the other out. big family event that yeah. happened. We had uh, different reactions to our beta fish yeah. who died. <laughs> Um, and I should, I don't know, I'd like to tell that story too at some point. But anyways, so basically with this child, she, uh, I don't think it was just about cleaning the room. It was probably built up from something happened at school, the fish died, whatever. And, but you know, it got to the point of almost ridiculousness because she was up there crying for so long. Right. But then I walked in there, I go, what's the deal? And you said, first of all, don't help her clean her room. Right. Because, because, and actually JC Mm -hmm. said to me, you know, can we help? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, if we do that, what will happen? And she said, well, 
were reinforcing. Were reinforcing. She understood. You know, yeah. she completely understood. Can we help? The thing that would happen would be, hey, this works. Right. If I cry enough, then I won't have to do it. Right. And so it's like we can't go that route, but we can stay kind. Right. We can stay conscious. We can stay loving. Mm-hmm. Getting angry with her does not help the situation at all. So when I walked in there, and you had been dealing with this for the last 90 minutes, mm-hmm. and I was downstairs doing whatever. So then I walked upstairs. I talked to you. You said, don't help her. I said, no problem. I walked in there. I gave her hugs. I said, you want hugs? And she said, absolutely. So she just hugged me and kept on crying for a while. And then I said, how about I put up your bulletin board because it's something I've been meaning to do for a long time. And while at the same time, you clean your room. She said, okay. Awesome. And that's what happened. Awesome like shift of I'll be here with you. Right. And so it kind of just changed the mm-hmm. the feel yeah, of it. it. Just, yeah, she just needed a distraction from the right. intensity of her own. And what what that's a great example of is you don't have to, you know, again, we talk a lot about the, the fear, guilt, and shame thing. You don't have to go in and start to shame her mm-hmm. about you're not doing this and you can do this and this is ridiculous or the fear thing of you're not going anywhere until you do this right. or the guilt thing of I clean the room all the time, it's your turn. Right. All of those things just feel awful. Right. And it's just going to make the, you, they may eventually clean it but if it's based on that Mm -hmm. then they carry that around Mm -hmm. versus kind of giving the you know the more supportive or what you did is you went in there and you shifted it and you said you still have to do this but Mm -hmm. i'll be in here with you and i'll get my stuff done and then it was like and then yeah it 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 sure took a while but thankfully i was downstairs i didn't have to deal with most of it well yeah and you know what honestly todd there was nothing to deal with Mm -hmm. i mean i went in a few times but like i said it's all about intention and and i felt grounded in it if it was something i asked her to do that maybe i was like oh i don't know if she can do that and maybe i've made a mistake and asking her to do this then i may have felt more like maybe i should go in and pull back and and like you said you didn't say hey we um we clean up this house all the time we're asking you to do you know you could bring in a a negative high energy to it saying i clean the kitchen i you know you can go walk in there and saying how much you do right that's not really helping the situation and she doesn't care and she doesn't care the kids are like great thanks that's what you do nothing to do with me cleaning this room (laughs) so anyways you um i mean because i overheard pretty much everything that was going on up there um, but you can bring a calmness to chaos yeah, and it'll work out better. Now that's not to say that we always have that. We happen to have a leisurely Saturday afternoon where nothing was going on and we were not under any type of deadline. Right. Now, if we said, Hey, you have to clean your room before we go out to dinner or something like that, we may have struggled a little bit more, but we put ourselves in a position to kind of just allow this to happen yeah. as it happened. And, and you know, it's kind of like, I, I think sometimes we think we have to keep doing something about it. And like you just said, I had to deal with it. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. I just was doing my own thing. Right. I was like, I would go in and check on her because obviously she was upset and I didn't want her to feel like she was abandoned in the right. situation. But I also knew that she would get it out. Mm-hmm. I trust those things. I don't feel like I need to stop her from crying. Right. And if it was about the fish, then good. And if it was about the room, then she needed to clear that energy so she could get going. You know, um, I so- want to, I want to talk about our fish story. If you're going to let me. Sure, okay. go ahead. <laughs> but before we do that, I want to talk about uh, Tree of Life and then the what, parade. what we have coming up. So you talk yeah. about the parade. Well, we've got this weekend in Elmhurst. Um, it's March 10th, Saturday. Mm-hmm. There is the second biggest parade in Illinois. Yeah. Is in Elmhurst. Of now course, that, yeah, I believe it's the second largest. Or maybe it's the third because the South Side Irish Parade is back is in it back Chicago. On? Yeah, there's two of them. So maybe we're the third. Who knows? But it's a big parade. There's like 40,000 people who come to this Elmhurst parade. And Zen Parenting Radio and our sponsor, Tree of Life Chiropractic, we are marching together. We have a big banner, and we're going to be handing out bookmarks. We got t-shirts. We got t-shirts, and I got a bunch of um, Irish stuff to wear, and my girls weren't too excited. (laughs) 
excited about it because they're going to be with us. Right. Like I got little things to wear in our head. Well, the stuff. t-shirts I'm excited for because on the front of it, it says on the uh, on the adult ones, it says I listen. Period. period. And on the back, it says endparentingradio.com. And on the kids one, it says my parents listen. Period. Period. And on the back, it has endparentingradio.com. Isn't that awesome? I so love that. So we're probably going to probably try to sell those at some point yeah. in the near future. Yeah. So. If, you like, if you like that, post on our page that you would want one of those because we'll order shirts depending on what the demand is. I mean, we think they're awesome. but Yeah. And once we get the shirts, I'll take, we'll take pictures and put it up on Facebook and you can get a better look at them. So again, we're walking with our sponsor, Tree of Life. Come see us at the Elmer's Parade noon on Saturday, March 10th. And we are teaching yoga Friday, aren't we? We are. We have a Friday night yoga class for families. Bring your kids. Your, your kids. Bring your kids. Bring your kids. Yeah. Three and up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we said. What if they're two? Uh, if they're two, you can bring them, but put them in the child care room. They have a child care room. And, so it's perfect. And Skylar's going to be in the child care room. Yeah. Even I don't though think she's she... four, she doesn't, she doesn't want to do she yoga. She doesn't want to teach yoga. But yeah, it's uh, the Daily Method downtown uh, Elmhurst. Yep. From what, seven to? Um, it's 6.30, and I think it's an hour. Yeah. I don't think it's any longer than an hour. So um, register. Um, you can go. Oh, I don't have the phone number in front of me. That's all right. Do you have the phone number? No, but. Go on our Facebook page. Go on the Daily, uh, Daily Method. Daily Method. Uh, dot com Elmhurst and you can find their phone number and call to register and get your spot in the class because yeah. I don't know how many spots there are to be honest yeah. with you they'll fill up so yeah. get it in there okay um, and then your books oh self aware parent we, we ha- more than half the time we never talk about your I books. know um, you can get my books on my website kathycadams dot com self aware parent one self aware parent two and it's funny because self aware parent one sells more like mm-hmm. on Amazon I right. notice when I get that list. But the software, and I think they're both fine and great, but the software parent too is a lot deeper. Yeah. So if you're trying to just go to that second level of consciousness and understanding the self-aware parent too and then just watch out because the self-aware parent three then it's going to be below it's, deep. it's gonna it's, it's gonna be underneath the surface of the ocean <laughs> it's gonna set you set you what afloat that's right you're gonna be thinking deep thoughts so, so our fish died okay yeah fred, fred the fish and we had a family meeting we did and i was a little detached from it if you yes. remember and i and you figured out why after i told you a story why but anyways we said sorry girls you said it you did all the talk and i basically said nothing i i basically and we and speaking of i'm going to say this again we said it that night but I, it was a we don't have very many family meetings yeah but we have to have another family meeting soon where we tell them good news right because if you guys decide to have family meetings and only, only when bad stuff happens <laughs> it's not good so anyway so we dropped the bad news yeah poor fred was floating if fred was floating i found him and and i was very zero in, zeroed in on the reactions um can i say who was reacting in what way or i don't care go ahead well one of them kind of ran away and hid their feelings a little bit yeah okay and which is typical for her and then the other one was a complete puddle and completely melted down and was so sad it's as if i died <laughs> yes it was she was so sad i mean yeah maybe she doesn't understand the difference between fred and and a close loved one person she understands she is her mother's daughter she feels i would if i saw an animal that was dead in our backyard that i'd never met it would flip me out and so i understand her very much and then there was skyler (laughs) and skyler was eating cereal and in between spoons of her cereal she says i don't really care if anybody ever dies (laughs) and i'm like wow that doesn't seem like a very christian loving person to she raised. didn't know what she was saying. No, she didn't. And she then, had no idea. And then she, oh, and then you made pictures. And then we sat down and, um, and actually, here's the thing. Skylar said that she's in the middle of cereal. She didn't know what we were saying. She's never experienced a death in her life. So yeah. like to say something died, she's like, oh, Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, and then we all less. sat down at the table and we drew pictures of Fred and talked about how much we loved him and 
wrote things on the pictures about how much we'd miss him. And then Skylar cried mm-hmm. because she said I made her, I was helping her with something. And she said, you did it wrong. And then she just lost it. Mm-hmm. So I think she started to get what was happening. Yeah. Um, took her a little while. Took her a little bit. And then we put the pictures up where Fred used to be. And... Um, you know, they're just, it was nice. It, it felt like we talked about it. It was open discussion for at least a good hour, mm-hmm. you know, while we drew the pictures. And then we brought some closure to it. And um, so let's have a quick moment of silence for Fred. Thank you. <laughs> Fred. He, he was a great fish. He was. Yeah. I, I wasn't very connected to no, Fred. No, you never fed him once, nor did you ever clean his bowl. Negative. And so why do you think you were disconnected when we... Um, I have baggage because I remember we had a family meeting when my grandfather died. Oh. And I was, whatever, six, and Shane was four, and John was eight, and John completely got it, and I kind of got it, and Shane didn't get it at all and um i don't know it was just a very uncomfortable thing so i kind of had flashbacks to that meeting like i remember what room in the house we were in i remember where i was sitting on my parents bed so and and you know it's funny because now i i'm remembering because this was friday night i'm remembering that you said when i said let's have a family meeting you didn't really want to Mm -hmm. you know you didn't say no let's not no we needed "Eh." yeah we needed to process it but it's not something i was looking forward to doing no you were not looking forward to it and then but then you were able to sit with uh, Jason, yeah. you know, we, it was, it was good the way it went down and that's our first pet that we've yeah. lost. And I know for those of you who have dogs and cats and you know, whole different it's game. a whole different ball game and we totally understand and respect that. But for these girls, it was their first pet yeah. and, um, you know, it was, uh, but it was brought to closure. I feel okay about yes, it. Yes. I thought, uh, you slash we did a good yeah, job. Yeah. I think we did a good job. I Mostly agree. you though. Um, so I, I feel like we should just dive a little more into the idea of men standing up. Okay. Because I think you're right. Um, And I think there's a disconnect in my um, saying, well, this is a guy who I don't agree with, and why do I want to get into this fight? Because he's saying things that are silly. But again, the words you use. See, and I think that's a very masculine thing, is men think if if they stand up that they need to fight. Right. And you don't need to fight. You just say that, and again, women have they come from another perspective and i'm speaking generally they have learned to not speak their minds right. because they want everyone to like them right and so what ends up happening is men either don't say anything or fight and women either don't say anything because they don't want to offend anybody and they want everyone to like them and and then nothing gets said right. and i think that there's just some things in this society where we, if we really believe one way, it's okay to say you believe a certain way. And I'm not talking politics. This is where it gets all messy because right. we're in the middle of an election year. Mm-hmm. And so everything becomes this political. I'm just talking about when someone calls a woman something derogatory and you're, you are surrounded by women and you come from right. a woman right. and we make that okay. Right. And, and, uh, you know, by not, by our silence, we make it okay. And, um, you know, so again, I think that with this discussion, we're going to have to talk through this. What are some examples of things that people can do to quote unquote, stand up, um, I don't without know. fighting, without fighting. And yeah. that's, that's, I, I think first you need to come to a place in yourself where you're centered and where you're calm and where you're, cause if I'm reacting out of ego, right. Then it's the going need to, to be right. The need to be right. It's right. going to spin out of control. So, and I'm more thinking about the smaller examples. You said, let's say you're around a bunch of guys, you know, you're in a bar with a bunch of guys and like somebody says something derogatory about an ex-girlfriend or whatever. Right. I don't know. That was completely unfair. Right. I think most guys, including me, depending on where I am in that moment, would just kind of laugh 
because of the social pressure, like, I don't want to be different. Right. And, and what if you were to say in a laughing man, uh, uh, manner, man, that's so not fair. Yeah. You know, like, cause sometimes I, I find myself doing that, mm-hmm. um, in groups of women when you get into a situation where everyone's ripping on their husbands. Right. And, and part of it is maybe, you don't have to stand up to them and say, "Oh, you can't," you know, "you can't rip on your own husband." It's it's theirs, right. but not choosing to participate in that. Right. You. I. Um, I step don't. Back. I step back and I can take a deep breath and maybe not even say to them, "Don't say that," but I'm not going to say it. Right. So first step is not saying anything. Step right. two might be to. All I can tell you is that I love my husband and blah, blah, blah. Right. Not feed the fire. Right. And so maybe instead of... Because if you said to... Let's say there's a bunch of women that you met on the street and they're all ragging on their husbands and you said, well, I love my husband and he's a great man and all that, you might be making them feel bad. Exactly. And that's what your fear is. And that's what my fear is in in the other example. Right. And I don't know how to... How do we do that where you're defending your position while not attacking the other? And it's tricky. Can you speak your position? Okay, and this is, you know, this gets all out here, but can you speak your your position without feeling the need to defend it? Can you say what you believe without getting angry? Like, you know, again, going back to Facebook, can you, like one of my girlfriends just posted something that was, um, going back to the rush thing, it was a open letter from the president of Georgetown. And all she did was just post this letter and the letter is Stated very clearly, we need to, you know, not be saying these things in a public forum, and we need to, you know, respect our students, respect, you know, everybody. Right. And all she did was just post the letter, right. and that says right. enough. Right. She doesn't have to say Rush is a big dirt bag right. and blah 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 because that just feeds that, and we're just coming at it from the other way. Even if, even if, when you get down to it, you really do believe you're right mm-hmm. in saying that, and and some of it may or may not be true, but right. it's just. It doesn't help. Mm-hmm. It's an, you know, and this is because if you, this is how you believe, if you believe emotions are energy, mm-hmm. then what kind of emotions mm-hmm. and words, if they're energy, what do you want to put out in the right. world? Well, and you know, I don't know. I've never seen Malcolm X, but I always think of this uh, this con- not contradiction between Martin Luther King and Mal- Malcolm X. Uh-huh. I, I don't know a lot contrast about between, contrast. Yeah. I don't know a lot about Malcolm X, but Martin Luther King, he did marches and he did peace things and they went to jail peacefully. Like that's kind of where I hope to be when I'm I'm in a situation versus somebody firing back and just trying to, you know, once again, negative uh, with negative just breeds more negative. Right. So there's ways you can do it. So the idea is, I guess, how do you do it the Martin Luther King way in these small, teeny tiny situations that we have on an everyday basis. And especially with, you know, like you said, teeny tiny with our parenting, you know, how do we come at our children, um, or we keep even using this language, come at, how do we respond to our children in a way that's conscious Mm -hmm. and kind and loving withholding our ground? How do we do both? And the thing is, is people say it's impossible, I can't do it. That's because you haven't practiced. That's because no one's told you it's possible. And the thing is, is the, the beautiful part of it is, if you can do it, if you can speak to your children in that kind of way, and if you can hold your ground and still have that boundary set, then you maintain a relationship mm-hmm. and you help your children maintain their sense of inner, their self-esteem and their inner knowing and their um, emotional health. Right. So th- there are benefits. It's not just about that moment. Right. It's about what you're giving them in the long run is a sense of, you know, I can someone I can speak my mind, um, or my mom can tell me what to do and stand her ground on it without shaming me right. into doing something. Right. Just being very firm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, it, I think that 
for people who say to me, and they do it all the time because I do classes and presentations on this, that's impossible and everybody laughs. It feels impossible. But it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, but it takes practice. Mm-hmm. And do you and I do it perfectly? No. No. Never. But we try, meaning, well, what would Yoda say? Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. There is no try. But we keep doing it, Mm -hmm. is what I mean. Even if we have a day where we fail miserably, we go back and we try it again. Do it again. And um, so, you know, that's that. And the one other thing I want to say, do I have time to do this? Yeah. Emotions, when we have negative emotions, because obviously... Emotions. Emotions. Energy and motion. Energy and motion. We all know that emotions are okay. Mm -hmm. Okay? So when we're talking about not putting out negative emotions in the world, it's not about don't have them. Right. It's don't respond with them. When the emotion comes up, that's your time to really look at that. And what a negative emotion is telling you is it's telling you your boundaries. Mm -hmm. If anger comes up, some kind of boundary has been crossed for you. Right. If it be a healthy one or one from your past, meaning a present one or one from your past. If sadness comes up, you know that a boundary is there Mm -hmm. like, you know, something is coming out where you're having an emotional response to it. So that's the thing is I want us to have boundaries. Like when I talk to you about something extreme like that, you know, where someone is calling women all these names and there's no response. Right. That's where I get nervous about, Ooh, I don't I don't, the numbness, right. you know, have a, and you don't have to get angry and start punching someone, but yeah, that brought up some feelings right. for me. You know, yeah, and I think it's as long as you're not responding out of that anger, you can. It's okay to have right. the feeling. Just don't respond with that. Well, and it comes down to meditation and breath work. Right, and you can have these feelings and let them run through the course of your body, and then figure out what is the best way to deal with the situation. Exactly, and you can even you know walk away if you're angry with your child. Mm-hmm. You're just angry, and you know you're not going to respond well. Walk away for a while right. and say we're going to get back to this, right. but I don't want to respond from this place, or you don't even know, need to explain that. Just say I'm going to walk away and then come back to it later. We're out of time. Oh, this Sorry. is a good discussion. Yeah. We got once we got going on this track, I liked it. Uh, lastly, our two sponsors, Poofin.com. Get your Poofin charm. Uh, Get a shamrock. Winter 2012. Get a shamrock. And the Avid Company, they're running a special. and Because every day is special in Avid. 630-956-1800 is Avid. Avidco.net. And poofin.com. Check them out. So we'll see you next time. Thanks very much. Have a great week. Adios.